Strap in, folks, because here it comes again. Ah, <laughs> uh, daddy's in his feelings. <laughs> oh no! I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan, and this and, is a show. What's going on, man? So, in the very first episode, I listened to the first episode the other day because I was feeling nostalgic. On the first episode, I said, "This is a show where we talk to you about." Your relationships, we talk to you about our relationships. It's a show about relationships. And this week, it's about my relationship, which is over. It's over. It's done. It's done. I don't have a girlfriend oh, anymore. No. So oh, I'm, no. So I'm going to be alone until I die. So that's cool. That is not accurate. Uh, it's not, and, but it's uh, what it feels so, like. Yeah, it, it fucking is. It, it always is after this. How how recent is this breakup? This was let's see, we're recording this on Tuesday. This was Saturday. Man, it's fucked up. Oh man, I was uh, I was out at an X Wing tournament. I was uh, playing with little plastic starships. I get a text it says, "Can we call?" And I just kind of glance at it. And I'm like, "Hmm, I'll, I'll get at her. Uh-oh. I'll get at her after this round, right?" And then she calls me like. A couple minutes later, like it's fucking urgent. So I pick up and I'm like, "Hey, I'm I'm just I you know I really don't I really can't talk right now. Um, can I just call you back in a minute?" She's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm at an X-wing thing." She says, "Can you just just call me when you get back?" And I'm like sweating it, right? I'm immediately like full anxiety mode. I can't fucking function. I can't think. And I'm like, I gotta. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta just you know. I'm like, I'll call you and and I glanced up at the timer. Like, I'll call you in 23 minutes. <laughs> okay. And she's like, okay. I call her, go outside. She explains the reasons why we can't be together anymore. And they're, they're pretty fucking, you know, it's, it's an all right reason. It's not a, it's not a bad reason. And, uh, it's over. And, uh, don't feel great. Don't feel good at all. Uh, fuck, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Especially... I mean, especially because you hate to hear that when you're in the middle of something. Oh That's God. always the fucking worst because then all concentration is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, that just invades your mind. I went 0-3, baby. I lost every round that day. Oh, that sucks. Well, and on top of it, dude, if that was Saturday, I'm sure you're through the kind of um, numb surprise phase and uh, right on into the Jesus Christ crushing depression oh, yeah. phase of the breakup. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I am sorry to hear that. We typically uh, we would spend Tuesdays together. So. Oh, no. This was the first Tuesday since. And, uh Yeah. It's really what it's really doing. It's throwing into sharp relief uh, all of the things that are wrong with my life and uh, making me pretty fucking hopeless. But, you know, hey, we got this fucking podcast. I got some friends. Damn right. Damn right. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Nah, man, you will get through it. And while it sucks, we've talked about this before, that when the breakup comes down to issues that you can understand, and it's not like uh, they did something fucked and you can hate them. When it comes down to like a reasonable thing, it's the worst, because yeah. then there's nothing to be mad at. It's just like, this didn't work. It, it just sucks. There's no there's no anger. It's just fucking sadness. Yeah, I tell, um, I tell people, I'm like, hey, I bro-, you know, my girlfriend broke up with me, and they go, what happened? And I'm like, something three months ago, pretty much out of my control. Yeah, and that's that's extra rough. 
And I definitely feel the feeling of like, if other things aren't going great, then that's just another goddamn straw on it. And and it's tough. But I mean, I have, I have fucking been there and, uh, is actually there very recently. I didn't really talk about on the show, but, uh, definitely conjunction with the, the unemployment. I was feeling a pretty dark there for a while. Mm -hmm. I guess your best kind of bet in these situations is attempt to, force yourself to get mad about everything and use that recognition of kind of feeling so down to just attempt to do something about it because that's ultimately all you can do and even though that takes a lot of time sometimes because of course when you're feeling very down it's not you know well let's just fix it like that's, that's not how that works mm. but you know what i mean build up that energy over time and then and then punch all those bad situations in their metaphorical face i like it man I like that's good times it is I, I will say too and a small update to that uh this is our first coast to coast episode i am now in portland yeah uh, after hell yeah a, a little bit of a reverse note <laughs> i am i am actually i'm done substantially i'm done substantially better right there fucking uh i just got to portland yesterday i start my new job tomorrow i am recording this episode in an extremely nice airbnb that is reminding me how unput together my living situations are because these people's decor is just very quite nice and uh mine is typically not well uh take take a, a fancy take a studio tip. today take a tip from yeah them. i'm gonna i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to figure this next apartment out with some fucking decor and uh yeah maybe we could bring the heat to that but in the meantime arthur you want to try to channel some of this down energy into saving taking away the down energy uh, from some other folks. Why or not? Dick crushing energy, as Why? you will, as you will see. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Hey, um, <laughs> all right, let's fucking go. I, twenty two F, am af- terrified of crushing my boyfriend's penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. For a long time, I wondered whether to even address this online. That's a good impulse, but here we are. Because I didn't find anything meaningful through searching online. So here I am with a glorious throwaway because he knows my main handle. I'm terrified of breaking my boyfriend's penis. He was really into the idea of me riding him. Which I was totally down for because we have an inside joke in regards to who's on top. Boy was I not ready for what happened. Everything was going great. Your girl was grooving on top and enjoying herself and so was he. Occasionally his penis would slip out because I got up too high. But seeing as it was my first time riding him, we just readjusted and kept going. But there came his idea to lean me forward so he could try to take over. And then to my horror, his penis slipped out of me and I nearly crushed it when pushing down against it. 20 minutes of me, not him, me crying and panicking because I felt like the worst human alive for hurting him. He wanted to try it again, even though I'm fairly certain he was in some sort of pain for several days after. I just kind of suggested we go back to what we usually do, even though I really wanted to continue what we had started. Now, I'm terrified of actually riding him ever again because the fear is constantly going to be there. We've obviously discussed it and what we would do differently, but I just have this perpetual fear now that somehow it'll happen again because I get extremely wet, like think a waterfall and then a flood wave, dude does some magic on me. I can't say I've had similar sexual experiences before him, and I can't say I've had an orgasm before him. We've been trying to take it easy, but now I'm just now plagued with this irrational fear, and I don't know what to do. 
TLDR, nearly crushed my boyfriend's penis while riding him, cried because I felt super shitty about hurting him, and now I'm just terrified of ever doing it again. And that was posted by Chicken Cheerios. All right, Chicken Cheerios. Not not an uncommon issue here. Uh, I have experienced this multiple times. Uh, I, you know, I got a pretty normal-sized penis, so it's it's not, you know, you, you get up too high. That happens. I imagine, you know, if you got a two-foot-long penis, that's some extra security. But, but I think a lot of people are going to run into this when, when your girl is on top of you. My uh, kind of proactive solution here is you just kind of... Arthur, you're not like spotting somebody and rock climbing. Your hands are up there in case they fall. Yeah. It's not going to save them, but it's going to minimize the impact. So that's that's what you want to do here because... You know, it is possible to break the penis, mm-hmm. and you want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, penile so what sprain, you do is just no kinda, good. Yeah, no, no good at all. So what you do is kind of spot them, per se, hold on to their hips as they're right, you know, and you just, you know, do it kind of lightly depending on who's kind of doing the the majority of the, of the work and the position. Uh, but if your shit slips out, you just hold them a little fucking harder, and it'll, they're not going to come down on you as hard. Sure, like a sure. spot and, and your and your willy ain't gonna get snapped in half. <laughs> so I, I recommend that. And and also, man, don't don't feel too bad about this. This shit just happens. I feel like everybody's probably had this experience and uh you didn't snap it in half, so you're you are you are good. Nice. Nice work. Have you have you had this happen to you? Are you uh, familiar? I uh I nearly broke my wang in half uh the last time uh me and my beloved finance. <laughs> Okay, what happened? <laughs> uh, I was, uh, we were in kind of like, she had her legs up, and I had, you know, she was kind of like angled up some, and f- for some reason gotcha. the angle just kept slipping, and uh, definitely got some torsion, <laughs> like got a bend in it uh, when I slipped out, and uh, it was unpleasant, so I understand where this gentleman's coming from, you want to avoid that at all costs, um, like unless it was a very very serious incident of penile breakage um and you'd know if it was uh like he's fine so don't like like give it another shot get back on that metaphorical horse and uh just fucking you know ride the pain away just mosey on buckaroo (laughs) come on But yeah, it's it's what it comes down to. Don't just uh, don't let this get in your head too much. It's gonna happen. It's all right. I got my little tip for if they're on top of you. I don't know. Maybe if you're if you're the one thrusting in, just be kind of cognizant of that. And if it pops out, just be be ready. Uh, <laughs> I figure that's all you can do. Yeah. Or uh, maybe brace your dick up with some like some popsicle sticks, some splints, yeah, some tape. Yeah, get a preemptive splint on there. And uh, oh god, that would be awful. <laughs> The, the splinters arising from that situation. All right, yeah. Let's not talk about that. So don't do that. Be a little careful. You'll uh, you'll be all right. Yeah, you're going to make it. You're going to do okay. Oh, dick splinters. Okay, well, hey, how about, uh, how, about we, how about we take this next one? I'm with it. Fucking let's roll. All right, well, my 27F boyfriend, 31M, is obsessed with social media, and it's driving me insane. I used to be pretty active on social media. I have done it for a career, for a small business until recently, and over the last two years, I've pretty much stayed off it with the exception of work. He, however, is obsessed with it, 
Anywhere we go, we have to stop so he can put things in his Instagram story. I don't really like constantly having a phone camera in my face, and he gets really upset when I tell him to stop having a camera in my face all of the time. He's not like a social media star or anything. He has like 500 followers, tops. I deleted Instagram like a month ago, so I can't even look. LOL. Lol. He really had a post, uh, recently had a post near 300 likes and spent the entire day excited because his post reached that many likes. He asked me to comment on it so he could boost the post higher on the Discover feed. Every time we do anything together, it goes on Instagram. He helped me pick out new light bulbs. Put that on Instagram. I made dinner. Put that on Instagram. He has to commentate on it too, like, in, in, in quotes here, this bitch making me good dinner, uh, end quote, with a pan up to my face. <laughs> it would be one thing if it was like once a week, uh, but it's constant and obsessive. He takes it very personally when I don't smile for the camera or act engaged or do the same. But again, I really don't care at all. I find it rather rude to constantly be on your phone. We'll be sitting, hanging out, and he'll pull out his phone and just scroll and scroll with the sound full blast on through Instagram. He tried accusing me of hiding him because I don't post on social media or post Instagram stories. <laughs> Jesus. How do I tactfully address this? Is this common? We only recently started dating. I'm not sure if I'm just overreacting and this is normal behavior. It just seems really bizarre to me. TLDR. My... Sig Other spends way too much time invested in social media, and I cannot deal. And that was posted by Mother Pen. Uh, pen full of mothers. <laughs> if this is something you don't like, this is what uh, uh, we in the business call a red flag. This is like some feature of this individual that is distasteful or displeasing to you. And a lot of times we run across uh, questions where somebody will be like, this is fucking fucked up thing about my partner. I love everything else about them. And I'm very happy with them. You did not say that one time. Um, yeah, definitely. There's, there's no like caveat that he's good in in other ways. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just this person's writing style, but you're, you're right. People are at least typically kind of like things are good in other regards. So yeah. this definitely seems like this really pisses you off. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not going to harp on this too much. I don't want to be like the phones are bad person, but right. I'm, I'm reading this. I hate this shit. I, yeah. I hate the obsession with documenting fucking everything as a, just, just hang out with your fucking partner. Not everything has to be a public affair. And right. this would drive me fucking insane. Um, but I, I think the kind of person that's really into this, that, that speaks something to their personality. I'm not going to say objectively it's good or bad. Some people just kind of, you know, maybe they like sharing things more than you do is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Arthur, that's, that's an aspect of somebody. And it is a red flag. It's no different than, you know, your partner's got some political affiliation that you can't fuck with or, uh, you know, just really into some hobby or general lifestyle. Or like rude to the waiter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's you're, just one of those one of those things that speaks to your per, their personality. And if this really bugs you this much, that, that suggests maybe maybe you're not right together. This chick is dating a Churdley's character. Like this is <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> fucking exactly. <laughs> fucking ex- just like this. I'm just picturing this fucking hype beast dude. Yeah, and they're like up in the morning. She she ain't even fucking drank coffee. 
blearily wiping things out of her eyes and flipping some eggs. And he's like, whoa, whoa what's the babe over here fucking cooking up some good stuff? She's like, please, please fuck off. He just oh my got God, back from Supreme! <laughs> yeah, I, 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 fucking, I fucking feel it. Yeah. I can't say I've ever, I never dated somebody with this obsession, though. No. Have, have you? I have definitely not. No, like, I, I hear about this. I know people who are a bit obnoxious on social media. Uh, but I feel like a general, dude. I'd never, somebody like that would, I, I think that speaks enough to their personality. We just wouldn't be fucking compatible dating. So I am kind of surprised that things were at least good enough that you got together. And he's, he's kind of this kind of person when you're clearly not. But. Yeah. I think it could work. Uh, he's got to fucking, he's got to get into the bit a little bit more. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. If you if you fucking roll with it, you could turn this. You could turn his five hundred followers into six fifty at least. Yeah, there, there you go. If if you're on board, so like so many things, it just comes down to that. Though, can you tolerate this or not? Yeah. And uh, if you can't, you can attempt to be like, hey, please calm this down. And if he does, then maybe things will work out. Or you can attempt to, you know, get into it. Maybe things will work out. But if you can't and he's not willing to do that, this might be, you know, something you just can't fucking cross. And that just happens sometimes. It's true. It's more common so, among teenagers, but unfortunately some adults are obsessed like this. I think you should bring up the fact that it feels like he sees a lot of private moments between you guys as opportunities to share with a wider audience. And ignoring you to scroll endlessly is also something you should address. Posted by Let Me Help You Out. There you go. I think that's a good way of framing it when you confront him about it, you know, if you choose to, is, as opposed to being like, this is fucking dumb. Be like, you know, hey, I'd, I'd prefer, you know, kind of our relationship and personal life to be more personable. I, I, I don't want everything we do uh, to be a social media story. You know, can you make that happen or not? <sighs> you just started dating and I... Or you just started dating I, and I usually don't jump on this, vote for you to break up with him. I wonder if he'll ask you to pose for the camera as you do so and comment, this bitch broke up with me. (laughs) Uh, We can only hope. uh, And if it happens, uh, go ahead and shoot that story to uh, Instagram at Radio Free Tote Bay. Yeah, dog. Please. Uh, Oh, please. You know what it's time for? What's that? Yeah, here we go. All right. Crackety crack. Well, you want to channel that crack beer into, into this next one? Do I yourself off the tab? Okay. (laughs) Do I 19 M try to take things further? So about eight or nine months ago, I met a girl through mutual friends and have become relatively good friends since we don't talk regularly, anything, but we text now and then and chat about how our day was, etc. We're always glad to see each other. A couple days ago, we were in a club together and she made a move and we made out for a long while. I've kind of been into her for a while, but never acted on it because I didn't want to make things awkward. Her friends have been telling me for ages that they're sure she was into me. And after receiving confirmation that she's at least attracted to me, I've been considering asking her out for coffee or something. Am I trying to make something serious out of something that should stay casual and friendly? It's been two days since we met, and neither of us has spoken to the other since. We're both pretty awkward, so I wouldn't be surprised if she just wasn't sure how to bring it up. So I'm not entirely sure how she feels about the whole thing. Am I trying too hard to make it something that isn't? If not, how should I go about asking her out? Do I mention what happened or just keep it casual and ignore it? 
the LDR, been into a friend for a while, made out at a club, do I ask her out or just leave it? And that was posted by RASR Throwaway. Are you trying too hard to make it something that it isn't? Well, no, because you haven't done anything. Jesus, mm-hmm. what do you mean fucking trying hard? Essentially, the situation is she made the move. The ball yeah. is now in your court. Yeah. And if you kind of sit here deliberating, well, of course she's over there like, oh, I hope that didn't fucking throw him off. So if you're fucking into this girl, dude, yeah, ask her out. Yes. You know, you don't have to bring it up necessarily and have a talk about it. She's clearly got some attraction to you. Ask her on a date and, and see what happens. But at least communicate like, you, you know, hey, that was good. And uh, I, I want to keep seeing you and, and maybe make this more than a friendship. So don't just don't spend too much time deliberating on this yeah. and uh, fucking get out there. Do not dither and do not waste this opportunity, man. Because there's always so much fucking love out there for each person. <laughs> and you haven't seized the opportunity when you have it. You gotta go and, for it. Arthur, at least unlike the, the Halloween uh, apocalypse last, uh, last Sad Arthur episode, you're not jumping on this with a situation that sucks. This is good, and I actually agree with you. Fucking go, go for this. Yes. You know, you're into this person. It is a fucking rare thing. Fucking take a swing at it and, and, and see how it goes. But so how, what does he say? How should I go about asking her out? Do you mention what happened or keep it casual? No. I guess I kind of answered that. What do you, yeah, just fucking go no. for it. Just fucking go for it. Don't, don't bring it up. Just play that super fucking cash. Just play that like it barely even happened, and she's it's going to drive her nuts. She's going to be fucking all over you over about it. Fucking, fucking bingo. You don't want to make things like this, like this very technical thing. We were talking about that uh, with, with answering a text message before. Like if somebody goes dark for a little bit, don't get in there like, hey, well, what's going on? Why are you not talking to me? I it's noticed just, that it's, we it's, have not spoken in some time. Yeah, that's fucking awful. It, it, it's bizarre and, and it ruins the flow of things. So ask her out one on one. I don't know. Get dinner. Go get a drink or something. And then towards the end of the night, fucking try to kiss her. She's cleared India, and you know she's reciprocating that. Maybe something else happens, and, and you just keep that ball rolling. That's mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, what, what mm-hmm. dating is, and you're in a very good situation here. The first move has already been made. Fucking go for it. Yep. The fucking world is your oyster, and you got a good woman who could fucking blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Grab the pearl, and uh, I don't really like oysters, so don't don't eat the oyster. Nah, yeah. shuck it, and then suck it. <laughs> shuck it, <and> suck it. <laughs> Jesus, good good advice for uh, any budding relationship. Shuck it and suck it, folks. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, shucking and sucking, and I'm about to. T- this next question out of our uh, anonymous question box, folks. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, if you've forgotten what it is, we here on Radio Free Toadpeg have our anonymous question box where you can submit your question to the show and uh, we'll read it, we'll answer it. If you'd like to do that, we have a link on our social media. It's in the Instagram bio. It's in, like, pretty much a weekly post on Facebook. And, uh, I don't know, fucking text me and ask me what it is if you're that lazy. But <laughs> it's out there. Yeah, you don't have to make an account. Type put, your question is. Type your question in and we'll, we'll do it. Put your personal phone number on the podcast, just real quick. <laughs> yeah, let me just read that out. <laughs> That's the new way to get the questions is you just, you just, just text, text my ass. Just text Aldano. 
Yeah. Now, click the link, no account, type it into the box. And uh, this week we got a pretty big one here. And uh, it seems to be making kind of a Reddit reference with it. So let's do this. From throwaway mad make bad choices on drugs, 6969420. Nice. Clearly there's another 69. There's three 69s and then a 420. <laughs> uh, damn it. I fucking missed one. So anyways, I took six milligrams of clonopin and two milligrams of Xanax to escape the pain of childhood trauma lingering in my bones. I don't know. told is, one of my best friends. Is that a lot of clonopin and Xanax? I, I am prescribed Xanax for sleeping. I take 0.25 milligrams. That's a lot of fucking Xanax. <laughs> I take half of one of those and it knocks me out. So I, th- I think two is a, is a full bar. That's like the highest dose you ooh, can get. Ooh. I don't know about clonopin. Uh, but yeah, suffice to say, that's a dickload of benzos. That's bad times. Anyways, so I take a dickload of fucking benzos <laughs> to escape the pain of childhood trauma lingering in my bones and told one of my best friends that her boyfriend was trash and was cheating on her. And then I told her I have feelings for her. In a text message, I apologized and told her why I said that because I was in the sauce. She hasn't responded. And this was about a week ago. So I had to backpedal on the cheating thing because I don't have concrete evidence. Though I did see him leave with this home wrecker he's banged before while she was out of town. Also, I swore to myself I wouldn't bring it up to her because obviously that doesn't help my case of having feelings for her. And I was just going to continue being her friend. I feel like I let her down in a big way. I want to tell her this stuff. Like, hey, you can actually count on me to not be a dude who only wants to get into your pants because that's really not it. Or at least the part about, do we have a vibe question. I saw her out last night. It was super weird and could tell that she felt really uncomfortable. Her best friend was super sweet to me, seemingly. And her boyfriend's homies haven't said shit to me about it. And I'm pretty sure they would tease and fuck with me if they knew. It isn't actively bad. Do I double down or just give it space? She did give me a hug, and it appears she hasn't ratted on my bullshit, except maybe to her close girlfriend. I do have many feelings for this person. I also want her to know that she can rely on me to be just a good friend. However, if I do perceive a vibe with said person, and I'm not batshit crazy, I'm sure she probably wouldn't want to talk with me about the relationship with the, the guy she's dating. I get that. Or probably not talk to me at all, because it would be awkward. I've been told repeatedly that not saying anything is the move and just waiting is the name of the game, but I fucking hate waiting. And I've been feeling this shit for months and months. So I think my move is actually to take more clods and Zans and just double down. <laughs> no. Uh, thoughts? Uh, P.S. From my point of view and window, it doesn't seem like her and her BF's relationship is going well. I can't see it lasting unless she is also messed up. And another P.S. to this. Just wanted to add that her roommate has come up to me before and said he's a bad boyfriend, and also she and I have had moments that don't seem all in all just friends. Whew! Wow, that's a hell of a situation, Arthur. What do you what do you make of this? Okay, so you described another woman as a home wrecker. You just you know, and that's not a good thing. And I don't think you want to be that. You know what I mean? I don't think you want to come into the situation and split up some people that have a relationship, no matter how shit the relationship is. Um, 
if if somebody is in a relationship that's sort of sacrosanct and you already you already played your hand, you already made it clear, listen, I'm fucking into you. Uh I want a relationship with you. And you like you don't even really get one, but you got one. You know what I mean? Like you don't really get to say that to somebody in a relationship, but you did, and it seems to have not just annihilated everything in the area. So, uh, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, fuck this. This could have gone so much fucking worse, uh, and and it didn't. Uh, but I, man, I I feel you, Arthur. But I also understand that when you have feelings for somebody, they're in a relationship. And I don't know, part of your, part of your perception of the relationship is clouded by the fact that you have feelings for them. Like, that's just how that goes. You're going to be looking at the negative aspects. And if you're hearing that from other people, that's, that's all you're going to hear. Nobody's going to come up to you and be like, oh yeah, this girl's boyfriend is like such a fucking sweetheart, you know? So your, your perception is skewed here to begin with. And I, well, I don't personally think it is, it is like abhorrent to tell somebody how you feel, especially if you're friends with them. You know, if that shit's really eating at you, I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with letting them know that. Um, but, but as Arthur said, but you did. And if she didn't reciprocate with that and didn't talk more, it's clear that she is, is you know, not interested in the same way. And you got to respect that. And the, the ball is in her court at this point. You know, you, you've made this statement to her and, and she didn't so really you know it does suck to sit there and hope things work out or, or, or you know and be kind of out of contact but that's that's what you got to do you know yep. you got to let this you got to let this cool off and at some point if she reestablishes contact or you can or when things cool down you know you want to maintain the friendship definitely be like hey you know if this is somebody you can talk about this with like hey i was having a fucking rough time um you know, on some sort of new medication or I was on, on drugs to try to cope with this. And I recognized this was uncool to me unload this, but I did in that situation. And I'm sorry that I did that. And I'd like to maintain our friendship. Uh, but that's, that's about all your options here. You know, there's no doubling down on this is not going to make a response come out. It's like asking somebody out, they say no. And then being like, what if I ask them this way? Maybe they'll change their mind. It's just, that's not how that works. You gotta, you just got to wait and see. That's all you can do. Yep. Um, I'm ranting a little bit, but I guess the, the last bit of this is take this opportunity. Now that you've said something, you have a little bit of closure here. You no longer need to let this eat at you in the possibility sense. You know, you've done everything you can and it didn't pan out. You just got to accept that. And I, at least in my case, when I felt like that, I think that's a little bit easier than sitting in the unknown. You know, you expressed yeah. yourself, you did what you could and it didn't work out, but at least you did that. You don't have to sit there with the, with the what if question. Yep. You made your play, man. And, uh, I think best case scenario, you put your quarter up and, uh, when this dude's done, uh, fiddling with the joystick, maybe it's your turn. <laughs> Jesus. What a description <laughs> for a relationship. <laughs> I'm going to go to hell when I die. I said, I'm going to go to hell when I die. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty fucking much though. But yeah, also at a very good point on, you know, you're worried about this being a homework situation, but you're also kind of doing this. Ultimately that's, that's on them. That's on this person. There's no fucking saving them. You can give kind of friendly advice 
but that's about your your kind of extent as a friend. You gotta you gotta let with people deal with their own shit, especially when you, you don't know the whole picture, and that sucks and is frustrating sometimes. But that's all you can do with that sabotaging shit. Straight up, dog. Well, that was a that was a bit of a heavy one, and uh, and this next one's not. <laughs> hey, Donovan. Yeah. What are some new ways I can abuse his balls while having foreplay? <laughs> that's it. That's all it is. It's just the fucking that's, subject line. That's it, and I'm upset with it because new ways. We got to know what fucking ways you've been abusing his balls if we're going to give you new ways. <laughs> and that was uh, posted by Witty Gal 007. There you go. What are some new okay, ways I can abuse wits. his balls while having foreplay? She's witty, so she can crack some uh, insulting jokes about his testicles. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not that witty, so now I'm put on the spot here. You got anything? I'm going to stew on this for a second. Well. I need a good insulting there, ball joke. There is a premise here, I can guarantee it. Um, a friend of mine, uh, way back in the way back, uh, once said that balls look like uh, the dinosaur eggs from Jurassic Park. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. So there's got to be something that's like, all... uh, what, are the, what are those eggs going to hatch? A shitosaurus rex? Fucking got him. Yeah. I haven't seen an uglier pair since the, uh, since the Trump Pence presidency. (laughs) 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 Uh, Orange man, BTFO. Look at the, look at those little fucking, look at those dainty mincing balls. (laughs) Would you name them Cagney and Lacey? (laughs) There there is actually something there. I I reckon if, if somebody's into this person's definitely like submissive type. You know, if you're into having your balls abused like that, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's into the humiliation aspect. Could you be. Know, I'd maybe genuinely throw some like kind of insulting comments as you're doing this, and yeah, he might be into that sort of thing if he likes having his fucking balls abused. <laughs> I don't mean right. to laugh at that. Some people are into that, but you know. Oh wait, it, she it's does. Also, kind of funny. She does share her go-to moves. Oh fuck yeah! In, in a later comment, go. squeezing. Oof. Punching, ooh, and kneeing, ooh. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> ah. She's so inky, says, then try stepping, slapping, and flogging. Yeah, the, the commenter's also bringing up, like, the BDSM community subreddits. And, and, I mean, shit, that might be, you know, a better place to ask that, because you got p- other people who are into this specific thing mm-hmm. and give you some tips. I was going to say the flogging one on account of that James Bond movie where the, the chair's got the whole yeah. cut out of it and just like smacking his, smacking fucking... his nuts with Yeah, with what whatever. is that? It's like it's like a big heavy weight on a rope and they just like fucking swing it into his oh, junk. God. Oof. I am I am holding my testicles right now. Cause my... you, can, you can feel it thinking about it. My answers to the question, what are some new ways I can abuse his balls while having foreplay, is please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... Well, uh what was what was the phrase, man? Um, uh, so you've heard "don't neglect the balls," right? Like you're giving a guy head, you gotta work, the, you gotta work the balls. My answer to that is, please neglect the balls. You can just ignore them; they don't really do much for me. They're just kind of yeah, there. Is, 
This is worse than neglect. This is uh, active abuse of the testes. <laughs> I don't think either of us appreciate that. No. But I, on a serious note, <laughs> this is like you know really any fetish or, or sexual situation. You got to communicate with your partner and see what he's into. You know, absolutely. If he's into this specifically, he's definitely invested some some thought into it. So when you're kind of outside of the scene that you're doing, obviously, you know, maybe post-sex, you're talking and stuff, be like, hey, like, what what are you into in this department? And, uh, you know, shit, uh, maybe he's got some, maybe he's got some suggestions there. And uh, if you want to, if you want to surprise him, you know, maybe, uh, uh, maybe hide a BB gun in your vagina and just <laughs> pretend you're going to get on him and then just unload it into this fucking ball sack. That'd be pretty abusive. That's, uh, oh my God. Woo. Have you thought about... <laughs> Have you thought about abrasive techniques like sandpaper or fucking something, some ah, kind of abrasive? Ah, but I do understand that. that the the skin of the like the the scrotum is not the target. Like you're trying to target the testes within. But I just think yeah, some, some kind of a, some kind of abrasive might be <laughs> might be a decent way to go. And you get a belt uh, sander. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. This is just just. Basically, there's most heavy, hard objects within the vicinity of the testicles are bad, and in this case, good. So just right. go down that train of thought. Here's what you do: you put a you put, you find you put it like a collar on him, right? Because if he's into CBT, he could probably be down to get collared, right? And then right you uh, you put some kind of weight on a like some kind of pendulum on a string. At exactly the right length, and you just like swing it off of his collar into his shit. That could be cool. There you go. You uh, okay, you build a boxing gym, and you establish a reputation as a world class gym that every boxer wants to train at. Absolutely. And uh, over on the speed bag, there's a hole in the ceiling, and you got your boyfriend up there with his balls hanging down. <laughs> and then fucking Mike Tyson, and I don't know anything about boxing, but is Muhammad Ali still alive? Uh, he died a few years ago, and it was actually very sad. Okay, the ghost of Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. <laughs> they just go up there and, you know, do a little light bag work, speed bag work, and uh, there you go. It doesn't get worse than that. Or better than that, again, in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that also that amount of effort shows quite a lot of dedication to your partner, and I'm sure he will appreciate it. So, yep, there, that's the perfect answer. I'm with it. Good, good times. I'm Bad so, times. <laughs> I'm so with it. <laughs> All right, on. Okay, I can't. I can't think about testicle pain anymore. Don't even look at my balls. Like, like just I, let's pretend they're yeah, not there. Keep them away. I'm locking them in a vault for the next several weeks. Uh, <laughs> while me, 25F, with my BF, 26M of four years, he kissed another girl, and now I'm a little lost. Oof. That didn't fit into the transition the way that I thought it would. But here's the question. Hey, y'all. Throw away, since he has an account on here. My BF of four years went out during St. Patrick's Day, got super drunk, and kissed a random girl. We've never had any issues like this, have a strong relationship, and I love him. We've discussed marriage, kids, the works. We live together and have for over two years. I don't drink, so he goes out with his friends maybe once or twice a month, but overall we are homebodies and like to stay home and play video games, watch Netflix, etc. I've never once worried about him doing something like this, 
So when he told me yesterday, we have a roommate and he wanted to wait until we had some alone time to tell me, which I appreciated, I was completely blindsided. Literally, I did not see it coming whatsoever. So I'm kind of still taking it in. I haven't told anyone yet because I don't want to spread it around more than who already knows, the few friends that he went out with. He was crying, told me the whole story, and apologized profusely. I asked him straight up if this was him trying to get out of the relationship, if there was an underlying reason, and he told me he just liked the attention she was giving him. He didn't date very much before we got together, and he got carried away. He told me he ended the kiss and told her he has a girlfriend, to which she and her friend paraded him and told him off, and hats off to those ladies for having my back. He took it because he knew he deserved to get yelled at for what he did. But I'm not sure where to go from here. I've been cheated on in literally every single relationship I've ever been in, and he knows that, which is why this stings so much. Sorry if I'm rambling all over the place, I just really haven't gotten to vent yet. I don't know. I'm happy. He makes me happy. I love him and have pictured spending my life with him. But now I worry that the trust won't be around anymore. Is this a bump in the road or is it a sign that I should cut my losses and move on? TLDR, boyfriend got drunk and kissed a random, told me straight up less than 48 hours later and apologized. What now? And that was posted by, or rather it was posted by as deleted. Yeah, yeah, hey, one, two, three. Very good. Alley-oop, alley-oop. Well, that sucks ass. Uh, what do you do? Well, uh, so I can't imagine that if he's... So he gets drunk, like blackout drunk on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, if he gets blackout drunk again, it could happen again. Right? Um, I also don't think that uh, kissing some random girl in a blackout is necessarily a relationship ender. It's fucked up. It definitely hurts. Definitely feels like a breach of trust. But uh, it's not like he got blackout drunk and, uh, you know, gave his social security number to somebody or something equally, <laughs> like, personal. They just, you know, they, they're, they you know, mechanically, they just fucking mash their mouths into each other. Um, yeah. And if that's, if that's something that's going to... Um, if that's something that's really going to fuck you up, then you need to, uh, you know, stay away. He needs to either stay away from a situation where he's going to get blackout drunk or you need to maybe stay away from him. Because um, it could happen again. And I don't think it's necessarily a relationship ender. I think it maybe is an opportunity f- for him to reevaluate his relationship with alcohol. Um, that's that's true. That's a good point. Uh but I don't. I don't think it's an ender. Four years and you kiss somebody else. What the f- I mean, fuck. Like people fuck each other in relationships. And it's fine for them. Uh, it's about Dead. figure. It's about figuring out your level and figuring out what you're comfortable with. Um, I don't know, man. I would be mad though. I'd, I'd be. I'd be, I'd be fucking pissed too. I think there's you know, different people get different tolerances for this sort of thing, and so ultimately this is. This is about you, you know? You've, you've been cheated on before, so you've got a sensitivity to that, and right. here we fucking go again. I'm sure that would really discourage me and make me see this person differently. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you, right? They're like, this has been going on for four years. The relationship is good in other ways. This isn't a, a long-running or even a once-off, you know, sober fucking another person behind your back. And he came right out and told you about it. 
And I, I, I even personally, somebody who is, I'm pretty, I'd be pretty fucking sensitive to this. I'd be pretty angry. I don't know if I would end a relationship over this. I would definitely now have in the back of my head, uh, a, a kind of like watchdog feeling for this to happen again. And that can also be a problem. You, you got to make sure that's something you can manage and you're not, this doesn't cause like a paranoia the rest of the relationship. So again, like you said, Arthur, I, I think you're going to need to see something proactive on his part. If he's getting so fucked up that he's just kissing another girl that he's been in a four year relationship, uh, it, that's not, you're not good at drinking if you're doing that shit. Right. And I, I would say he should fucking demonstrate to you that he is making a change there and is not going to, you know, abuse alcohol in that way again. Uh, cause he needs to regain your trust is what it comes down to. So you can allow them to do that. If you think that somebody can do, if you think it's worth it. Uh, but again, this is, this is on you. This is, can you deal with this or not? You got to really think about it. You got to make that decision yourself. It, it is very personal how to deal with this. Absolutely. Um, fuck. Don't, don't walk out, have a conversation, sit down with him, make it clear. I mean, he understands this is unacceptable. Make it clear that this is something that uh, really fucking hits home for you. Uh, and maybe he already knows that, but like, yeah, just reiterate that um, that you already had trust issues coming into this, and then he's not he's not fucking helping things. Um, and I really I really think the conversation should be about the alcohol, because uh, uh, I don't think I don't think your man would have done this sober. Uh, no, I don't think so either. No. Um, so, man, I, I wish you all the best. I hope everything works out for you. Um, but he's got to he's got to really do some work now. He's got a he's got a hard couple weeks ahead of him. Yeah, it, it, dem- demonstrate a change here is is kind of the big thing. Um, but but again, as long as, long as this hasn't been something <clears throat> that's been long running, and I don't think it is, the fact that something comparatively small to sexually cheating on you and he immediately tells you about it i don't doesn't strike me as the sort of person unless they are on some fucking 40 chess manipulation shit where they're <laughs> fucking other people and then they bring this up and then they show the change and you're like wow but actually he's fucking other people god that'd be a fucking oh man that's, that's a deep some, that's game advanced level manipulation i almost feel kind of disgusted with myself that i thought that through <laughs> <laughs> But no, I don't. I don't. I, it, this doesn't strike me as as somebody who's been actively doing this. You know, he, he didn't get caught. He, he came flat out and told you something relatively minor. I'm with you, Arthur. The alcohol is the main problem here. Tell him how fucked this is. Get him to watch for him. You know, to demonstrate some change on this. And uh, if he does, good. Keep things going. And uh, you know, if he's not, he disregards this. Then you know, reevaluate this relationship. And take care of yourself. Make make your uh don't try to preserve something that's hurting you. For, for fucking real, yeah. Because that that's a mentality you can get on, get into devalue yourself after being cheated on. Because it it makes you feel fucking devalued. It sucks. And uh, so de- de- definitely don't be kind of tricking yourself into letting this go. If it really does fuck with you deep down, then maybe ending it is the best thing. Uh, but again, I, I, I personally, I, I, I don't feel that. Yeah. 
Fuck, man. Best of luck, yeah, yeah, hey, one, two, three. Damn, that's a that's a suck ass situation. Fuck St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I had a, I had a this very, is really to blame. I had an entirely decent St. Patrick's Day actually. Yeah, I did too. Actually, a bunch of my a bunch of going out for uh, my my last night in Nashville. It was a it was a good time. But yeah. uh, leprechauns are behind this cheating situation. I'm certain of it. So. <laughs> for mine, uh, some folks I uh, I knew years ago like hit me up and were like, "Hey, Rovi's in Cincinnati." <laughs> You want to come see oh, Rovi? Yeah, they took me out and they fucking got me all boozed up, and uh, they took me out for kegs and eggs this morning. It was fucking awesome. And some good ass friends, dude. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, those some good people. Oh well, you know where we're headed now. Where's that? The friend zone. Friend zone. Holy shit! The return of the friend zone. It's fucking back. Guess what's back? Back again. It's the friend zone. Friend uh, zone's back. Friend zone tell is a friend zones are featured. Tell a friend so. that <laughs> tell a friend <laughs> that uh, this is our feature where we deal with a non-romantic question. And here we go. Uh, my best is turning into an annoying goody two shoes, and I don't know what to do. Long story short, I'm 24f. My best friend is 25f. We became best friends in college. I don't even like using the term best friend, but she's one of my closest friends, if not the one I am closest to. Over the past six months, I have started to tolerate the jab she throws at me constantly, but I can no longer take it. I don't know what to say to her to address it, and I feel she does it. If she does it again, I might explode. She no longer has a sense of humor, takes everything so seriously to the point of taking offense to everything I say and lecturing me. For instance, yesterday at school, a man walked on campus wearing a bright pink robe. I don't make fun of people, but this was a situation where the man was obviously weather-confused, and I laughed and made a comment about his robe. My friend came back with a snarky response, saying that I'm not a culturally competent person and that I should be more nice about other people's cultures. I was taken aback because, one, this was obviously not a culture thing. I'm well aware of the different cultures of different cultures, and I'm always respectful. This was a man wearing a pink robe on an 80-degree day with flip-flops. I don't think me laughing at it was anything racist of sorts. Another example, I was sick. I was out sick for class. I asked my friend what we did in class since I wasn't there. She goes on to lecture me that I shouldn't miss class. I was like, what? I was sick. Am I not allowed to have an absence? And you're not my teacher, so why do you care? Another example, class was over and I asked her if she wanted to leave campus to go to lunch somewhere since we got out of class early. She snapped me and said, just because you have your work done doesn't mean I do. She was referring to a paper that we had due that night that I had already finished. Again, I was taken back by this comment because I never once said anything about her being done, nor did I make that assumption. I can give more examples if need be. I think I think you've given enough examples. TLDR. <laughs> I can't say anything to my friend without her scolding me, making me feel bad, or acting like she's a goody two-shoes. I don't know how to address this without causing drama, and that was posted by <laughs> Sorry Not Sorry 222. So my mind is going to, you know, you've been, you've been very good friends, you know, best friends. You're you're very close. So things haven't always been like this. This seems like it has come up quite suddenly. And all of this seems to be like her being hyper aware of your flaws and jumping to being highly critical. And I would wonder where that comes from. Like, did you, have you done something to piss her off? You know, did you make some comment to her and maybe she got kind of buttered about it? 
And now she's like, well, fuck this person. I'm going to like bring it back. You know what I mean? So I'd, I'd kind of be yeah. wondering where this came from. And maybe ask her that too. Be like, did I do something to upset you? Like you, you seem like you've been kind of irritated with me. What's what's going on here? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It's all about that open ass communication. Uh, did you uh, recently gain a new boyfriend who is perhaps uh, uh, a fucking SJW cuck? Who's <laughs> 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 just like, uh, uh, are you? Have you recently come into contact? With uh, with social activist Twitter, where everything is about calling people out and making people feel shitty for being shitty. Um, yeah, yeah. What's what is happening here with your friend? I, I think I, I think too beyond like maybe exposure uh, to being a bit more sensitive than usual. You bringing up like the boyfriend situation, and maybe it's something like that. Maybe you started dating somebody. Maybe you've got a friend you've been spending t- more time with. And she feels kind of off put and is getting defensive about it and being shitty because the relationship has changed in some way. Yeah. But I, but I think in general, kind of look at when this started happening and see if you can think of some change or falling out or comment that you had with her or something that could be it driving this because this shit doesn't come from nowhere. You know, I don't, I don't think people just suddenly become very hypercritical of their friends out of nowhere. That would be, it'd be a very strange, sudden personality change. I'm trying to think of a joke where I go like, um, uh, Donovan, that's not very sensitive to people's journey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, it's happening. (laughs) Right on our very show. (laughs) Couldn't come up with anything good though. I think that, I think that was pretty good. That was pretty. I think good. That was pretty good. That was okay. But you, oh, you feel me here? Like, I, yeah. there's there's got to be something behind this. Yeah, there's definitely. It's not like uh, not like this comes out the fucking blue that somebody immediately turns into like a killjoy. Because you're like, hey, you want to go get some lunch? And she's like, I'm not done with my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I, also, I guess potential sources. Did, like, did anything happen in her fucking life? Like, has she been yeah. unusually stressed? And she had a breakup recently. Like, is something fucking with her that might be making her a little bit more anxious and you know than hypersensitive? Because irritability, especially for your boy here, me can be definitely a symptom of some anxiety going oh, on. I yeah. can get pretty snappy if I'm if I'm not in a good mental place. Oh yeah. So. But again, I think it comes back to bringing it up with her, trying to get to the bottom of this. If it's something you did, you know, talk to her about it, apologize. Something she's going through, you know, be there for her. And because uh, I, I don't know if I'm being kind of an ass because I'm in a bad place, and the friend is like, are "You doing all right?" And then you kind of talk about it. Hey, things are usually kind of settled there. It makes you feel better. Um, but 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 make that make that kind of proactive step. Try to figure out where this is coming from. But but if this is a general thing, you know, she gives you nothing. She's just being an asshole to you in general. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe the friendship's just kind of winded down, and uh, uh, maybe you just yeah. you got to distance yourself from this person a little bit. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you don't need her no more. Maybe. Damn. Damn. Friend breakups. Damn. Damn. Friend breakups. <laughs> back. Back <laughs> at it again with the white shoes. Back at it again with the white. Com- shitty comments. <laughs> Back at it again with the white guilt. Okay. Yeah, there we go. All right. I think, you know what I think? 
was it? I think we got time for one more, baby. I think we can do one more. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Oh, it is me. Yeah, I read that one. (laughs) First date ever with a twist. I am a 22-year-old woman. I have never had a first date, and I have only ever dated, not really basically friends with benefits, one guy. So a few months ago, I was on Tinder, matched with this guy, and he asked me out. I said yes. Oh my God, they're going to go on a date. Holy smokes. Uh, Only problem was that I was drunk when I did this and was horribly embarrassed and basically ghosted him. He seemed like a good guy, but I just felt like I shouldn't have agreed to a date. I felt really bad about ghosting. I was on Bumble a couple days ago, matched them again, and I apologized. We've been talking for three days, and I asked him to meet for coffee next week, and he said yes. I am just so nervous and embarrassed about what I did, plus it's the first date I've ever been on. I would love advice on what to do in this weird situation, and just advice for a first date. TLDR, I ghosted someone, but now we're going on a date. I'm embarrassed. And it's posted by Waverly Alexa. Here's what you do, girl. You act like that shit never fucking happened unless he brings it up. And then you just fucking go, man, like, you know, I just, I wasn't like in a great spot. And, you know, you're, you seem really great. And I just, you know, I feel, I just feel terrible about what I did. And that's all it takes. That's all it is. Yeah, because the dude's clearly not that put off because he, he fucking swiped right on you again and you, and you matched him and mm-hmm. he agreed to a date. So I, uh, I'm i with you. There's no need to bring this up at the beginning. It's just going to make things weird uh, at best and, you know, really put him off at worst. Uh, so this it, it, reminded me of something we've, we've talked about before. I just kind of ghosting in, in, in general. And your response to it. Our advice has always been like, you get ghosted, somebody stops responding, just back off a little bit. Yeah. And maybe try to reconnect. And if they respond, well, cool. Because ghosting isn't necessarily like some shitty shit happened. You know, if you're a rational person, maybe they got something going on. There's a million reasons somebody could stop talking to you. And that's all right. And if this dude's swiped right on you and he hasn't been bringing it up, bitching about it, and he's agreed to go on a date with you, it sounds like he's probably that kind of person. Just assumed, you you know, you you didn't respond because something came up. It's it, nothing fucking to worry about here, man. Go out with them, see what happens. Straight up. Easy peasy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Or show up with a sheet over your head and dress as a spooky ghost and be like, I get it because I ghosted you, you dumb bitch. <laughs> He'll love that. He'll fucking love that. Uh, fucking doing bits on dates, I gotta say, big fan. Of doing bits yeah. on dates. That's huge. I had I, somebody showed me uh, the video of, of the Creed Super Bowl performance from oh. like 2000 or 2001. Oh and I was gosh. obsessed with it for a day. Mm-hmm. I went on this Tinder date with this girl and I get there. And the first thing I said was like, hey, so have you seen uh, have you seen Creed's <laughs> performance at the 2000 Super Bowl? <laughs> and actually went very well. And we watched it together and it was a, it was a good time. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Do some bits, lead with some weird shit. There, there's some good fucking general advice for, for Tinder, by the way. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to need that real soon. 
You can need that. Oh, we'll get in there, partner. Start, start coming up with some fucking bits. Get on them. Get on them dates. I know. Once, once you give it a little time to kind of uh, let the shock of a breakup wear off, you know. I don't know. Going out with somebody uh, that always helps. Yep. You know they say best way to get over somebody, get under somebody else. Best way to get over somebody is to fashion a ramp a little bit higher than their head, run up the ramp and jump <laughs> over the top of them. I get it because you're, you're getting over them. All right. Our intro song is a song hanging on by a band. Nor you can find our music at norrmusic.bandcamps.com. And our outro music is designed Stephanie by The Hayfellows. You can find it at Instagram.com slash The Hayfellows or on Spotify. Search them, The Hayfellows, three words. Check them out. Hey, if you've uh, if you've fallen in love with my uh, dulcet tones over the last year, uh, go ahead and hit me up on Facebook. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> wink, wink. This is, yeah, this is... The- this podcast is, is now a uh, dating tool for Arthur. Yep. Who could resist, dude? Who could resist Oof. after listening to uh, 52 episodes, folks? This is, we're almost about to hit a year here. And, yeah, dog. Uh, that's we're about to times. get there. Uh, who could resist this, uh, this uh, pained fucking, like, uh, uh, this difficult man? Who couldn't? Who could resist? Mm. Yeah, but a pretty, a pretty good dude. For you know, a pretty good, difficult dude, my friend. Thanks. Well, there, there you go. It's been great having you with us. I'm really excited uh, to put this one out because uh, we missed last week, and I feel bad about that. That was totally my fucking fault. I just lost my audio. That was cool. That was a pretty good uh, start to that week. But uh, We're coming back hot, though. Here we are again with a big, with a big good one, and I hope you liked it. Because I liked it, and I hope that we see you again next week. Thanks. Bye. Arthur, get, <laughs> you're getting over somebody. You got to lay them on the ground and uh, just step right over them. They're not that tall when they're on their side. <laughs> Arthur, getting over somebody. You got to kind of attach a step ladder to the forehead to climb up and just really push off that last step right over. We have to stop.